When a baby sees its reflection in a mirror, it thinks it has a friend. Are we as ignorant as babies and fail to see our own reflections too? Great morning, holy brothers! Today we will learn to recognize our reflection. Observe and understand. Since the wife is the husband's mirror, he should know how to interpret what he sees in that mirror in order to reach the proper conclusions. We'll illustrate a few examples of how a wife serves as a mirror for her husband. Each husband should pray to Hashem for the wisdom to understand what he observes within his mirror. Hashem governs the world according to the rule of Mida Kinegan Mida, a measure for measure, or the Atfat principle, A-T-F-A-T, a turn for a turn. For example, if a wife fails to respect her husband, then the husband is not properly respecting Hashem. If the wife does not obey the husband, then the husband is most certainly disobeying Hashem, and so forth. Know that just as a reflection in a mirror can only move its hand up when its subject raises his hand, so too does a wife only display characteristics based on how her husband is thinking, speaking, and acting. Hashem shows the husband what he must correct by displaying that particular flaw within the wife. A woman's anger is indicative of a husband's tendency to lose his temper. A woman's disdain of a certain mitzvah, modesty for example, indicates her husband's failure to observe that very same mitzvah. If he looks at other women, she'll most certainly try to attract the attention of other men and get them to look at her. Hashem uses a breach in marital peace to stimulate a correction within the husband. For example, as soon as a husband acts arrogantly in the slightest, his wife opposes him. If a husband has lewd desires, his wife won't stand him. If he desires other women, pornography, and debauchery, then she'll be disgusted with him. It turns out that the status of their marital peace is an indication of what he needs to correct. Many men complain to me that their wives are just not interested in having marital relations. But this is exactly why! King Solomon said in Proverbs chapter 27, As water reflects one's countenance, thus one heart reflects another heart. Her behavior towards him is a mere reflection of his behavior towards her. If he treats her like a queen, he will be a king. But if he treats her like a floor mop, he will be a wet rag. Our sages said that a person with a nasty wife is spared from purgatory. The Gemara teaches that we must therefore accept the tribulation of a difficult wife with love, for a husband's suffering is because of and atones for his sins. A believer Yitzhak Bender of Blessed and memory said that not only a wife that curses and hits is called a nasty wife, but any woman that causes sorrow and anguish to her husband is regarded likewise. If she's unkempt, disheveled, and never dresses up nicely for him, she also falls into this category. The Gemara says in Tracta Ivama 63 that even if she prepares for him a wonderful meal, but she does something to upset him, such as ignoring him or turning her back on him, then she's also regarded as a nasty wife. A woman who is overly meticulous about cleanliness and order is also a nasty wife, for it's difficult to live with in the confines of a museum. Let's clarify. A wife does not become a nasty wife on her own accord. If she torments her husband, then he deserves to be tormented, for there are no tribulations without prior transgression. Whatever Hashem gives a man, a woman that's clean, messy, angry, or patient, is exactly what he deserves. So if she is what he deserves, why complain about her? Is it her fault that the heavenly court has sentenced him to suffer? The wife is only a stick in Hashem's hands. Instead of reprimanding her, let him open his heart and ears to Hashem's reprimand, take positive action, and do teshuva. When a slave is working in a field, and his master comes along and whacks him in the head with a stick, does the slave get mad? 
and start yelling at the stick? No way! He would have to be a raving lunatic completely out of his mind. It's an inanimate object with no life at all. The stick did not choose to be swung at him, nor did it have any option at all. The same exact way that a slave must recognize his master as the source of his pain, so too must we never put any blame whatsoever on our wives and become aware of our master wielding his power. Your personal mirror. The principle that a wife mirrors her husband enables a person to refrain from criticizing his wife. The flaws she exhibits are the flaws he needs to rectify. She is his exact reflection. If you see in the mirror that your hat is on crooked, don't try to straighten the mirror. It won't do any good. Likewise, comments and criticism do nothing to correct a wife. They only destroy her joy in life. One with no spiritual awareness is upset by the flaws he sees in his wife. He becomes embittered and regrets his misfortune in marrying such a woman. He also thinks that his solemn obligation is to criticize everything she does, to lecture, to reprimand, and to sermonize. He can't love her either because he only sees her faults. Such an attitude is the root cause of strife in a marriage. As long as a husband thinks that his wife must correct herself, especially when he eggs her on with comments and criticism, there can never be peace in the home. Their lives become a purgatory on earth. You did not get married to correct your wife. You got married to correct yourself by using your wife as a mirror of you. Thank you so much for continually learning together. And if you have any personal questions or particular situations that you'd like to discuss, please feel free to email the daily dose of divinity at gmail.com and we look forward to continue paving your pathway to peace.